You are listening to the Autumn of Pit Podcast. Hey, hey, Outballs, welcome to the Odd Not Be Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the 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 captain, Louis Fox. <laughs> the ever-captain. <laughs> no, your... I, I, I can't say ever, guys. It's just the captain, which is sort of a weird title. <laughs> El Capitan. But I, I say that because, uh, you know, we went to this uh, baseball game a little while back, the Fish Sticks, and you got to ride in their, their little boat, which is like a sort of golf cart with a sort of facade. It's of... a riding lawnmower with a boat built around it. And... A couple people got to ride. You were the first, and yeah. then a couple people got to ride, and then everyone other than you got a captain's hat. Yeah, which was messed up. I didn't get a captain's hat, but I was already wearing a hat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And the other two people weren't wearing a hat. And you're the you're the only person I cheered for. And everyone else that went by, I booed them. <laughs> yeah, you booed one lady, and she, she was like, "F you." <laughs> She boat. was shouting at me from the boat. She was heckling you. She said, Don't, she said, Don't you effing boo me. And I was like, Boo. I like you're heckling some, some lady who yeah, wanted to I don't think she game. deserved to get the ride, man. Huh? Yeah, because they have a game to win the ride where you throw like inner tubes at the boat's smokestack. And uh, yeah, so this little cart is a boat has a small smokestack on the back and they give you like these floaties, you know, like little donut floaties to throw. And like they don't give you any practice tosses, right? Like a ring toss. They get, and so you don't know. I didn't know when I threw mine. I was like, you know, it was the wind, you know, weight ratio was all off. Yeah. And and uh, you you were the closest, and that's why you got your ride. Yeah, I hit the smokestack. No one else did. But I was talking to the promotion lady, and she's like, no one's ever done it. I'm like, yeah, because your boat's 90 feet away. Like, you need to move yeah, that a little closer. it's pretty far. Well, and give people three tries, you know? Or just a practice. Give us a practice, yeah. and then let it go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Now that I know, I'm going to train and go back. I think we should start a business where we create, like, games for, like, leagues like this. Boom. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, we'll have like right the, here. The, the taser challenge. <laughs> you can buy stock in our in our company right now. Get it on the ground floor. <laughs> $2 a stock. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many are 14 there? 14 billion stocks. <laughs> but you want to get on the ground floor. <laughs> All right. Well, this is, uh, folks, this is going to be a rerun episode because uh, Louie and I were not able to get together and uh, make time, even though obviously we're making time right now. We couldn't spare the extra 20 minutes to do this. So we're just going to blast from the past. Yeah, no, we got to get to brainstorming these ideas for games. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the old episode. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from fatherly.com. That's a news source more reliable than an Uber driver's pension. That's a news source more reliable than my father being there for me. 
on a regular basis. <laughs> yes. But yes, you're right. Uber, they don't get support for, I guess it hasn't been long enough for someone to retire from being an Uber driver. Yeah, unless you just rolled in late and you're like, oh, I'm 59 years old. Oh, Let's yeah. Do it. They're independent contractors. Yes. Yeah. Good time. Unless you work in corporate. Oh, true. All right. Anyways. <laughs> That was super awesome. Fatherly.com. It's uh, some people will search for it their whole lives and never find it. <laughs> All right. This story goes saxophone playing dad serenades cows by the roadside. I would just sing to them through a bullhorn. Oh, you would? Yeah. Oh, through a bullhorn. Bull <laughs> no thank you on that joke. Uh, the internet. I like that you had your filter up. You didn't even hear it initially. You're like, nope. It's hard to penetrate. <laughs> the, uh, the puns bounce off. Just like the first sentence. The internet is over the moon for an Oregon dad who's gone viral for serenading a herd of cows with some sweet saxophone jams. His Twitter handle is the rural John Coltrane. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, no. No, okay. I was like, that's pretty awesome. They're in Oregon, so I would assume the cows are just happy to hear anything other than Jerry Garcia playing long guitar solos. (laughs) Or just white nationalism. (laughs) My parents are such goofs. They drove out to the back roads so my dad could play the cows the songs he's been learning on the saxophone, wrote Erin Herman alongside one of two video clips she tweeted on Tuesday. Has this family never heard of an open mic night? I know. (laughs) I mean, the guy looks like a Mormon youth minister. He does. He looks clean. He looks muscular. He looks like he hasn't ever drank a day in his life. Never had coffee. And he's like, my coffee, sweet saxophone jams. He's got Jesus in his veins. (laughs) And his horn. (laughs) Jesus is my saxophone and I blow him every day. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, sorry. The two videos show her short-clad father, Rick Harriman, playing a handful of tunes, including George Michael's Careless Whisper. Should have played I Want Your Sex. Oh, yeah, that would be... <laughs> that's that's what they play in Ireland. <laughs> Careless Whisper. Never gonna moo again. Guilty, utter, got no rhythm. I would, I would support this uh, album on Kickstarter. You would? <laughs> yeah. The cows are like, no, we're Boy George. We yeah. like Boy George. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> so he played Careless Whisper as a large group of cows scattered throughout a field walk over and gather near him. Yeah, but they don't mention that he filled his saxophone with oats. <laughs> Rick Harriman told Portland-based news station KGW8 that he's been playing sax for about seven months, but so far has only practiced in front of his relatives and dog. Yeah, that's basically an open mic night. (laughs) I did a comedy open mic night that was two dogs and no owners. And no relatives? (laughs) No relatives. After he saw a video of people playing music for animals, his wife suggested they take his act to the cow-adjacent road. He said he didn't expect such a dramatic reaction. From the bovines. They were all fainting. It was like the Beatles landing. (laughs) (laughs) They're throwing their udders at him. I wonder if, like karate, saxophone has different stages, Uh, but instead of colors, it's just animals. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So, like, if you're a beginner, it's like you play for dogs and cows, and when you're like Kenny G... It's like for chinchillas or... Yeah, a refined audience, chinchillas. (laughs) Anyways, I thought they might be curious, he said. I guess I didn't expect them to crowd the fence so much. 
these cows in a field are basically people in a jail where if you bring any entertainment, they're going to come by and yeah. be like, what's up? Or they're like, I'm so going to gore you with my horn right now. Aaron Herman told the Daily Dot that the cows seem to respond better than the family dog does. Yeah, because the family dog's seen some stuff. That dog watches TV. He's yeah. seen Kenny G. Yeah. When he practices saxophone, my dog hates it so much she even chewed up his reeds, she said. My dad thought that maybe the cows would appreciate his music even if our dog doesn't. Yeah, he's got a uh, 900 cow Twitter followers now. <laughs> the videos won her father numerous fans on Twitter, including legendary saxophonist, the aforementioned Kenny G. You know what the G stands for in Kenny G? What? Giraffe. Ah. That's how good he is. <laughs> he's way reached, up there. He's reached giraffe level. <laughs> <laughs> Playing music for seemingly intrigued cows is not that uncommon an activity. As a YouTube search indicates, in 2015, animal welfare scientist Rebecca Doyle told the Australian Broadcasting Corporation that cows may be drawn to music because of their natural curiosity. Oh. Who knew that there was an animal welfare scientist? Yeah. She goes and checks on their homes. And it's in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she not. She makes sure they have the plugs on the outlet. She surveys how they interact with the baby cows. But she warned that under the wrong circumstances, a musical performance could be frightening for the sensitive animals. Yeah, when you play like pigs marching. Or... Yeah, war pigs. Yeah, war pigs. There you go. <laughs> no electric guitars, no theremins, <laughs> saxophones was okay. Yeah, none of the, the mouth harp, the bow, the bow, the bow. Yeah, you don't want to be playing the cowbell around them. <laughs> Uh, really? Really? <laughs> you give me the bullhorn, but then you throw out the cowbell. I'm getting mixed signals from you. When it's in their control, a novel situation can be really enjoyable and a really positive experience, Doyle said. But conversely, when they're in a situation where it's being forced upon them and it's new and novel, it can be really fearful and stressful for them, too. That's like a lot of adult humans I know. Yeah, I feel like they're just describing techno at bars. <laughs> Like, I feel that exact same way. It's like when you go to the dive bar and someone puts Taylor Swift on the jukebox. Oh my Everyone's God. like, I don't know. All right. All right. Uh, somehow I know the words to this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's really about how much control they have over the situation. So she's saying that it's indifferent. Sometimes yeah. it can be stressful. Sometimes it can't. She's giving an answer that's a non-answer. I feel like she's not a very good animal welfare scientist. Well, it's the whole like, hey, can I go uh, do this? Sure, you could, but maybe you won't. I don't know. <laughs> What kind of answer is that? <laughs> Additionally, a 2001 study suggested that slow, relaxing music could help alleviate stress in cows. Though NPR noted in a 2014 article that the study's results had not been replicated, meaning the research was still inconclusive. I think they need to do one of those stories as to whether it will up milk production or like you, your beef is leaner. Yeah, they did this study where they took uh, microscopic photos of water uh -huh. and they put different glasses of water in different rooms. And so like one room, they had like heavy metal playing and then they would have people come in and be like, fuck you water you're a fucking piece of shit and then the next room would be like classical music and then someone would come in and be like you were so beautiful and elegant and uh -huh. then they would take microscopic pictures and like they were all very so vastly different like the heavy metal was all fragmented and dark and the molecules huh. were all messed up and then like the classical music one was all like beautiful and looked like snowflakes it was kind drinking of fucking, its tea with its pinky fucking up crazy so i imagine that's the same sort of reaction on a, a large you know on a very minor scale yeah with bovines 
Yeah, well, I mean, they do that with prisoners. They pump classical music if they want them to be sedate or if you want to stress yeah. them out. We used to do with, like, the prisoners at Guantanamo. You played heavy metal to stress them out. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. It's it's the same thing. It's like a more aggressive... So Carol's Whisper is good. The cows might walk away being sexually confused <laughs> or asexual. They're like, they're like, wait a minute. What did, what did George Michael get caught doing in a bathroom before he died? Okay. I'm just going to milk myself. <laughs> Uh, so what do you think about this? You know, it's not hurting anyone. Why not? Yeah. You know, the guy gets to practice. He gets an audience. The animals get something cool. The real thing I'm angry about is people watching this on the interwebs. Why? There's better. There, there's so much cooler stuff out there. Than a man serenading cows? Yeah. Come on, no way, man. That's yeah. Don't cool. you have Netflix? <laughs> there's so much cool stuff. Watch, watch uh, When They See Us. You'll be way more culturally enriched than this. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it, man. I mean, these cows don't get much entertainment, you know? Like, who's hitting the cow circuit and doing shows like, you know, at all the farmlands around? <laughs> Nobody. So I actually like this quite a bit. I like that it's in Oregon because that's where I'm from. And I like that he's playing, you know, some Carol's Whisper. This guy's, you know. He's got a lot going for him. Yeah. I would like him to play. He's on the petting zoo circuit. Yeah. He's going to play your, your cat's bar mitzvah. <laughs> He responds to Craigslist ads to like join a band. Yeah. We need people who can play Old MacDonald Had a Farm <laughs> and Kills Whisper. <laughs> and Stripes Black Cow. <laughs> I think it's a great story. I like it. Yep. Life Coaching with Randy. Adulthood. Percent of friends that are wealthy should be greater than percent of friends with large toy collection. Weird news story number two. This story comes from the reliable foxnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a ninja wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Well, it was a black Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> there's no black Hawaiian shirts. Sure, there's all sorts of colored Hawaiian shirts. That are all that are good for sneaking around <laughs> and throwing ninja yeah, stars. Yeah, maybe he wants to be comfortable and lose. <laughs> he's like, I've got to do this political assassination and go to a luau What later. happens if he's a Hawaiian ninja? It'd be implied that if he was wearing a shirt, it would be a Hawaiian shirt. You got me there. Or <laughs> if the shirt is made in Hawaii... Is it not a Hawaiian shirt? No, a Hawaiian shirt by definition is the uh, anti-ninja shirt. Gotcha. Yeah. So when they catch ninjas in like Japan in like the 17th century, they would actually not handcuff them. They would put them in Hawaiian shirts. They would force them to wear Hawaiian shirts because it's so shameful in <laughs> <Yes>. Japanese culture. <laughs> I wonder how Mr. Miyagi survived. <laughs> All right, so this is foxnews.com if you want to check out this article. And if you read it backwards, all it says is Obama's the worst president ever. <laughs> it says, if you read the first letter of each line, it says... Trump is amazing. Yeah. Obama is the reason for our problems. <laughs> okay, story goes, burglar arrested who brought deputies donuts as peace offering. I think every burglar should bring a peace offering of some sort. I agree. There was a story, it was on our queue, we never did it though, of a guy that had his house robbed except they cleaned the house. Yeah. And he thinks it was some maids that had the wrong address but really wanted to get that paycheck. <laughs> so they broke it. So they took his TV? Yeah. 
We cleaned under the TV <laughs> after we took it. Yeah. We used to have a house cleaner and they broke a lamp in, in our bedroom and like didn't say anything. It was like broken. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you wouldn't notice. Who knows? It was like in three pieces. Oh, yeah, well. This story, uh, the headline of this story is a little bit misleading because it sounds like it's the police doing wrong, right? Like, why would you arrest a guy who's just bringing a peace offering of donuts? Yeah, but you typically when there's a peace offering involved, someone's wrong. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. A Washington sheriff's office reported the strange case of a burglar who was arrested after offering responding deputies a box of donuts as a peace offering. All right, but the story gets weirder and more confusing in a second here. Yeah, people say cops love donuts, but don't recommend this method of delivery. The King County Sheriff's Office posted on Facebook Thursday mentioning a June 16th break-in at its substation in Fairwood. So the guy broke in to the police station. Yes, he broke into the police station with donuts, apparently. And you know it's an upscale neighborhood when the sheriff has a storefront. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'll take a sheriff hoodie and two misdemeanor B&Es. This story actually happened about four miles from my house, and we reached out to the King County Sheriff's Department for comment, <laughs> and we have not gotten anything back. But we just sent that email 30 seconds ago. <laughs> What did the suspect steal after breaking into the storefront, the Post asked. I like that they keep referring it to a storefront, like you can go in and buy crap there. Yeah, it's not a storefront, it's, it's like a youth center for sheriffs. <laughs> for, for cops! <laughs> it's a deputy. It's, it's what it looks keep, like. Keeps them off the street. It does, it looks like, trouble. does that not look like a youth center? It does, yeah, like they're getting homework help in there? Absolutely nothing. Instead, he was found sitting at the table in the back room where deputies usually complete paperwork. The suspect had his feet up on a chair watching TV and had just finished smoking a cigar. A cigar that came from the evidence locker. What are they? What are these guys? Why is this storefront? They got cigars. They got TVs. They have chairs. Yeah. Why is it even locked up? Shouldn't it be active? I would think. Any, yeah, it's true. Any police station I go to, I should be able to walk in, open the door and be like, yo, what's up? Like, can you imagine the face of the cop getting the... We need you to come on down to the uh, the storefront, the sheriff storefront here. Uh, we have a B and E. Wait, we have a two for one sale. On, <laughs> There's on, a B and E at the. It's like breaking into the jail, dude. Yeah, we have a two for one sale on racial profiling. <laughs> I. It's like digging a tunnel into a cell into the jail, and then just checking yourself in. It's a reverse El Chapo. <laughs> The deputy who responded asked the suspect if he broke the window to the storefront, and the suspect casually replied, yep. Yeah? Anything that you say can and will be used against you. The man said he would rather go to jail for burglarizing the substation than kill his roommate, the Post said. That's an interesting chain of thinking. I'm going to kill you. i got to do something else. Maybe I'll go for a walk. No, I'm going to do some B&E. Well, he's right. I mean, killing somebody is way worse than breaking into a cop station. Yeah, but I bet, though, if you were to take two separate crimes, the guy breaking into the, the cop station gets processed a lot quicker and gets the harsher end of the, the range of sentences. Then the murder? Yeah. No one does full time for murder anymore. Yeah, it's true. That's very 1970s But that doesn't logic. get you a year or two off or a couple months off if you bring donuts. <laughs> you got to bring them to the judge. I, uh, judges don't like donuts. They like coffee. They like coffee and barbecue? Yeah. They like wooden mallets. What happens if you brought like a nice fucking wooden gavel? <laughs> and and like a powdered wig? I, I, I hand whittled this. <laughs> Out of soap in jail in prison waiting for my court date. <laughs> You sure you know how to bribe a judge, my friend. Innocent! 
I made this robe out of my cellmate's back hair. <laughs> uh, but fearing deputies would be mad at him for the break-in, the suspect brought along a peace offering, a fresh box of donuts he just purchased from a nearby grocery store, which he didn't kick in the window. Yeah. He just went in and bought. Why didn't he just walk into this? This is a premeditated B&E. Yeah. He went to the store first, bought donuts, and he's like, I'm going to go kick a window into the cop station. Break in, sit down. No, it went, I'm going to kick a window into the cop station. Wait, they'll be mad at me. I'm going to go buy donuts. Wait, what if they don't get here quick? I need to go to the smoke shop and buy a cigar. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me check the TV guide and see what's on. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go back to the store and buy the TV guide. He purchased from a nearby grocery store, according to the Post. What cop doesn't love donuts, right? I don't know who's saying that in that quote. In the B&E guy. The, B- the perp. They don't say his name, though. Why are they interviewing him? Yeah, they're quoting. They keep quoting somebody that they're not even mentioning in the actual <laughs> article. The man got his wish and was booked into the jail for malicious mischief and trespassing, the Seattle Times reported. How can you trespass on something that, that you own? Like, we all own the police station. That is station. true. That's true. Can you be arrested for beating up a cop then? because <laughs> no, I own him. <laughs> for taking his firearm and shooting him? <laughs> Technically, those are my tax dollars. Yeah. Technically, I bought this. I own this. <laughs> yeah, for driving around a cop car? Yeah. Can you get, you know? It's my investing theory. So I think I've told you this when we've talked about investing. My stock portfolio is 90% places when I travel... I will pee or poop at, but don't want to feel guilty about not buying something to use their restroom. Yeah, maybe that's what this guy did. He's like, I own this bathroom. (laughs) I own own this place. You're locked. I got to poop. Kick the door. Kick the window in. Put it on my tab. Yeah. And then, oh, here's some donuts, though. (laughs) Well, that is the thing. When I take a dump at the Walmart in Marysville, I do bring donuts for the people who have to to work the registers nearby. I'm like, sorry. So sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Here's a peace offering. I'm going to go download a log real quick. I actually own stock in the King County Sheriff's Department. (laughs) Because you live in King County? (laughs) I do live in King County. I own a small militia in the Congo. (laughs) You did that through through that micro lending? Yeah, I did. (laughs) A sheriff's spokesperson told the paper the man did not offer more information about the roommates. And they didn't even follow up. Like, I would, if someone said, look, I'm going to break into your sheriff's station so I don't kill my roommate. As a cop, you know, because I have my extensive police training, I would assume the guy's already dead. Yeah, exactly. I would go check on the roommate. I would not take his word for it. <laughs> How do we know the donuts aren't for the murder? Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to give us a sugar high he's and crash. Like, he's like, these two donuts are for the murder. These three are for the uh, hit and run. <laughs> this one's for de-smoking the substation for my cigar smoke. <laughs> and I ate two. How come they didn't get him for smoking within 25 feet of the building? Yeah. I, man, I would have so thrown many the, laws are broken here. So many. The like, face, did he have his food handler's permit he, to serve They the probably would have let him off if he would have brought him weed instead yeah. of donuts, right? The Facebook post concluded by saying no word on the fate of the donuts. Oh. So the donuts did not get consumed, I'm assuming? I think they become evidence. Oh, yeah, maybe. And at some point they have the evidence locker sale. And you're like, I'm going to bid on the donuts. Do they have evidence locker sales? I think so. Oh, I want to do that so bad. So what do we think about this? I like the guy didn't murder his roommate. I'm a well, fan we of don't that. know that to be true, actually. Okay. The guy probably didn't or uh, murder his uh, roommate. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Don't like that he's smashing up the police station, though. That's, that's my money as well, because I live in King County. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. 
This is my substation as well. You get out of my substation. I visit each substation in my area once a year. (laughs) Minimum. Make sure that it's all functioning. Just looking at my investment. I'm glad no one got hurt. It's kind of a wacky thing. And I think, I suspect the guy needs some, some deeper help. Yes. He needs a therapist or to go to a psych ward. Yeah. And he has uh, every donut he has is filled with something. <laughs> one is regret. What? The, <laughs> what, what? No, they're all filled donuts. So what does that say, psychoanalyst? Yeah, it means he's got a hole inside him. <laughs> it means you murdered your roommate. <laughs> <It means. laughs> I like that this happened so close to us. I think it was a great story. I like it. Yep. Hey, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that for the first or second or third time. Who knows how often you live? Yeah, you just dip your toe I, in the I, I have it on repeat. <laughs> you just like, dip your toe to in the past. Sleep. I, I go to sleep to our podcast. Like I would just play, you know, sort of like ocean waves, man. <laughs> it's just like that white noise. It's the podcast yeah, exactly. version. If you want to find Louis Fox, you can find him at LouisFox with two X's.com. And you can find Matt at ComedyStuntShow.com. That's with a C, not a K. Yeah, and you can find both of us at OddAndOffBeat.com, where you can click on our Patreon. You can also send us news stories, or you can link to our, our socials if you want to check that out. And you can see all the memes that we've done. We've over 250 meme contests, and you can see all the funny winners. Exactly. Yeah, we got tons of stuff. I think we have some merch on there as well. Yeah, yeah. We haven't pitched the merch in a while, man. No, we have to look, and we got a sharp-looking hoodie. We got a T-shirt. We got what? What? What don't we have? Uh, I think we got mugs on. There's mugs, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it looks like there's a 15% off coupon going right now, too. Boom. All right. Get it Get it going, folks. <laughs> Rock your out and off beat podcast gear. Exactly. Right, well, we want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by the Association for Justifiable Reasons for Flipping People Off. Keep those turn signals on and we will keep our middle fingers out.